Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. He is here to bury Kate, which is great. That's I feel yeah. like everybody should should be here for that. Uh, he, he's an independent wrestler. He's Mike Skyros joining us. Mike, how you doing, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. And I'm always up to bury Kate. It's one of my favorite pastimes. So let's talk about that. That uh, let's talk about Kate for a second. Even uh, you're, you're, you're part of Excite Wrestling, and Kate has been yeah. jumping on commentary there. How did this all start between you two? Well, first of all, I'm the champion of Excite Wrestling, much to her chagrin. And I don't know where it started. I don't know if it's if it's like a, some sort of weird jealousy thing or if it's just spite. But I thought we were getting along fine. And then she just started burying me out of nowhere on Twitter. Um, I guess she wasn't a fan of my tactics or my stance against Excite Wrestling. And she became a little bit of a homer in terms of kind of sucking up to the office and taking a position against me and my guys. So I don't know. What, what do you guys think of that behavior? Do you think that that's kind of where Kate usually lies? Is she a, a suck up in that way? I don't know. I, oh, I 100%. Really don't. That's how, that's how yeah. she got this job. That's the only reason she's yeah. on this channel is because she was just nice to me and I felt bad. Yeah. I was like, all right, sure. Take, take the Friday show. And then she just continued to use that. Clearly doesn't care about women's wrestling, going to the bathroom during women's wrestling and stuff. So no, that, that's, that's why she's here. She's a coward, by the way, because she's been she's invited on to defend herself, and she's not going to show up. So no. I don't know what you do with, with any of that. I mean, listen, I've said it before. The biggest mistakes I ever made in professional wrestling media were inviting Kate to engage with us on Marbles on Stream on Twitch and uh, inviting her onto the watch-alongs that we would do here on Overbook for all of the AEW and WWE pay-per-views. I get it. I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of my life. Skyros, you are unfortunately going to have to live with Kate uh, in the ears of professional wrestling fans as you continue to defend the Excite Wrestling Championship. That's yeah. where we are. Yeah, it's it's a shame too because I thought, you know, I was looking forward to working with her. She she came into Excite with a lot of with a lot of clout, quite frankly, compared to the commentary team we had before. So I was hoping she could get some eyes on the product. I didn't know those eyes would be her trying to blindside me at every waking moment on Twitter. But as you guys have probably seen, if you're following any of the stuff she's doing, when I turn up the heat a little bit on her, all of a sudden she's not really anywhere to be found, much to, as you said before, a coward. Wow. So you call yourself the Moonlight Sun. For those who maybe don't know what that means, can you explain it to us? The Moonlight Sun was a name that I did not come up with. It was a name that was given to me because there's a promoter. Well, he was helping promote a company called XWA in Rhode Island. His name is Jose Garcia. And he thought, because I wear a mouth guard with fangs on it, he thought that I resembled a vampire. So he put it on a poster. He said, uh, returning next week to Thursday Night Throwdown, Moonlight Sun, Mike Skyros. And I, I saw it and I thought about it. I was like, that sounds cool. Like, that, that makes like a cool little tagline. Because I, I wasn't really doing anything at the time in terms of branding myself. 
So I was like, Hey, can, you know, is it cool if I just like take this and use it other places? So ever since then, I've kind of leaned into the, the not full gangrel vampire, but like a vampire adjacent. Um, lately I'm kind of going more for like the lost boys type thing. If anyone's a fan of that movie. Um, and I don't know. I just, I like shooting my promos at night. I like wearing my teeth with the vampire fangs on them. I'm, I'm a little more devious these days than when I started out my career. Um, I hang upside down in the corner, like a, like a vampire bat. Uh, these little things I've just pieced together based on the night and kind of vampire culture and things of that nature that I've really infused with my personality to try and make an organic character. Were you a fan of, of the brood and, and Gangrel and them growing up? So I, I missed the attitude era completely. I was like, I was like the perfect age to enjoy the attitude era, but for whatever reason, I don't know if we just didn't have the channels or whatever, just wrestling was not on in the house until like ruthless aggression era. The first thing I ever remember seeing and like being like, yo, that's, that's, I got to see more of this wrestling stuff. I was on vacation with my family in Niagara Falls and they just opened up that WWF zone right on the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. So they would run the promo packages for whatever was going on in WWE for the pay-per-views in the hotel. And they kept playing the one of the ladder match between Jeff Hardy and the undertaker. I saw those two. I was hooked. I'm like, I got to see more of this. And it was off to the races from there. Wanna, I want to circle back to your current incarnation. Have you yes. ever considered um, donning the the whites and a hat and becoming a baker and rebranding yourself as Pie in the Skyros? <laughs> no, that's that's brand new. Um, I gotta I gotta work on my culinary skills. I really want that to kick in, but that that may have legs. Like if I really wanted to just go full food fight, why not? I'll throw a pie right at Kate's face. There it is. Let's see I'll, that. I'll aim. She's got a lot of forehead to aim for, so I can just boom. What about what about your beer? You uh, you've been uh, promoting a, yes. a you've been working on, or that you've been uh, kind of ca- cross pollinating with. Tell me about the beer that. Yes. So I had a very cool opportunity to, to brand a beer with my face and name. I have a good friend named Adam Stone. He's a local wrestler, but he also runs Sixteen Stone Brew Pub in Utica and Holland Pat, New York. If you're in the area, check them out. They're excellent. And he decided to brand my beer. It is a Belgian white. It's delicious. If you have ever had a Blue Moon, that's the closest thing I can kind of resemble it to. But we, it was funny because we, for a company called Immortal Championship Wrestling that I wrestled for, we just decided to put out, they got a liquor license and started putting out some cans at the shows and they sold like crazy. So I've been advertising their say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill product and people are really into it so we got to order some more cans which is an excellent problem to have but we are going to find more ways to get them out to people outside that 
upstate New York area. I did want to ask you about sharing the ring with Carlito because he just yeah. returned and got a, a big pop at Backlash. What was that experience like being in the ring with him for a triple threat match? It was interesting. It was it was a challenge. And I don't I don't mean that challenge like this, but it was a challenge. He's an individual that whatever reputation he has had in the past, I know there's been a lot of negative PR on him in the past, but he is he is an elite wrestler. When I got in the ring with him, I could tell immediately, like, yes, I understand completely why this guy has been on television and why this guy has been successful and like a household name for many years in WWE. And he is every bit still good enough. Um, he's in phenomenal shape. Um, every bit worthy of the spot he has. And I was forced to step up and forced to really be creative in terms of like getting more, getting through that match and winning that match. Cause he spit a whole ass apple in my face too. And that really wasn't what I had in mind for that show. But, um, and then like, of course, like the, you know, the 14, 15 year old kid in me was like, Oh, I'm wrestling Carlito. That's cool. And like, I always, I know the big thing went around online for a while with like people taking photos with wrestlers, but that aside, I'm really trying to, at this point in my career, like take time to sit back and when something cool like that happens, um, no pun intended. I will, I like to sit back and just be like, Oh yeah, that's, that's pretty dope. I'm wrestling Carlito or, I'm in the ring with Eddie Edwards or I'm on a show with Ron Simmons. Like it's, it's cool to like kind of breathe that stuff in and enjoy it. I'm getting, you get a say, sorry, sorry, Joel. Do you get a say in the apple that gets spit at you? Like, I don't like granny Smith. Can can I get, you know, a a red, a delicious red spit instead? I mean, if it was up to me, I would have made him bite into a crab (laughs) apple, but I didn't really get a choice in that matter. I believe it was a, I believe it was a Granny Smith they spit. If I, if I remember, I got to look up the footage again. There's a clip out there somewhere, but I think it was a Granny Smith that he spit at me. But his aim's good. He hit me right there, right between the eyes. Years of practice. I should hope he has. This yeah, got it. He's a sniper. I'm getting I'm getting angry DMs from uh, from our best friend Kate over here. Oh, wonderful. She wants that, that warms my heart. She wants me to bring up uh, the Salt City Killers. And, of course. Uh, then she also says, because Syracuse is known for salt potatoes. We are known for salt potatoes. Salt potatoes is a delicacy. It's very literal. Um, I don't know why it's not done more places, but they're delicious. They're exactly what a potato needs. Just, Just salt. salt. Okay. Just salt. But in terms of the Salt City Killers, so when I was first getting out on the road, there weren't a ton of people that kind of put me on and got me uh bookings and after me there have been a lot of guys coming through the school that i really wanted to afford opportunities and i've been very fortunate in the fact that i've been able to be a champion a few places and gain certain status in companies to where i can call shots and bring people in and with excite wrestling i found a bunch of guys from my school that had a gripe with the owner johnny moose and we all decided to band together take some spots for ourselves and we're kind of running rough shot over that whole show. So it's salt city killers is about Syracuse wrestling and putting our guys on. What are some of your goals when it comes to, to wrestling uh, short term and long term? short term, I can assume just throwing a pie at Kate's face. Uh, but besides that, and then long-term goals as well. Short-term goal is I want to appear on 
a nationally broadcasted uh, wrestling company. Uh, I don't care if I am getting apple spit in my face by Carlito. I don't care if it's I'm on well AW Dark, rest in peace. But I don't care if I'm on AW getting beaten up by someone. I I think I am good enough to be on national television, and that's something I want to check off the the goal list and. I want to wrestle more internationally. I've been very privileged to wrestle in Canada quite a few times this year. I want to take it overseas. And Japan being one of my long-term goals that I've had for a while, I'm I'm about this close to making that happen. But I'm not going to jinx it too much. I, I just have always enjoyed that brand of wrestling. And my long-term goal is I would have to weigh the options as they were presented to me, but my long-term goal is I want wrestling to be my full-time job. Um, it, it doesn't matter if I'm if I'm grinding on the indies, if I'm signed somewhere, um, if I'm just moving a boatload of merch. I want wrestling to be my full-time job, 100%. You've had some work uh, with Beyond Wrestling over the last little while. Yes. What's uh, talk to me about working Beyond Wrestling? And it's it's more of a I guess they're trying to work more of a TV style product now. Uh, is there a big difference between that and the way that you're normally used to wrestling? Yes, because they put much shorter time limits on the matches. So Beyond Wrestling, if you listen to the announcements, it is a very strict 10-minute time limit. And a lot of those matches end up being four or five minutes uh, because of the constraints of their live stream. And they're trying to fit a ton of different wrestlers on the card, uh, much to their credit. So it's been like a really cool challenge to be like, okay – how do I jump in on this wrestling open slash IWTV slash beyond wrestling audience that has seen everything that is not easy to please that kind of sit back when you get there, like impress me and figure out a way to do that in three, four minutes has been really frustrating at times, but also like really cool and rewarding. And I think it's let me like build a lot more confidence and grow a lot more. And Honestly, a lot of people have seen me for the first time or gotten to know me a little bit because I've been on those programs. So, like, no matter, you know, if I'm on there every week or if I'm on there every once in a while, it's been really cool to be a part of Wrestling Open and beyond. And it's been invaluable in terms of getting my name out there. I've gotten bookings specifically from appearing on Wrestling Open. So I think it's super dope. And they're planning on doing every Thursday forever. So, I plan on showing up there as much as I can. And you faced Alec Price um, earlier this year. And for my money, one of the, the best on the independent scene right now. What was it like working with Alec? Alec's been on a roll. It's funny because I've wrestled Alec at a few different stages of his career. I wrestled him um, right when he was getting started about four years ago. Um, I don't know what number match it was, but it was super early. And I'm tight with the Bell Time Club that he's trained out of and his trainer, Bo Douglas. And so I've known that kid for a long time. We're not like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend we're like super close friends, but it's been cool knowing him that entire time and watching him on the come up. I know he works super hard. He, he hustles and he is a completely different animal that I wrestled this most recent time than when he first started. And it's funny because normally I would look at a dude like that. Like he, he's a skinny kid. He's not super intimidating or anything like that, but he brings it as much as anyone else brings it. And 
he wrestles like he's seven feet tall and that kid's that kid's gonna end up somewhere i think it's a matter of time within the next year you will see him under contract somewhere i don't really think that's too out of a take what gets you pumped up for a match like how do you get in the zone before you go out there (laughs) um I try. I try. I've tried a few different things. Like I tried doing the thing where I would listen to music, but I, it would just end up like I would end up just cycling through too many songs. Um, I tried like a few different routines that didn't work. I a lot of the time like to find like a dark little corner. I pace around and I'll find it'll either be a locker or like uh a very like a thin wall or something. And I'll kind of Goldberg it a few times before I go out, try not to concuss myself or bleed down my forehead, but I don't know what it is, but I, if I don't headbutt something right before I walk through the curtain, I don't feel right. Scary. So what, what are you headbutting? Just a wall, a door. You, you, you could Goldberg yourself in this situation now. Right. So I, I try to, I try to go at like, like 50%, not a hundred percent. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to concuss myself. Um, it's usually like if I can find a, like a, like a locker is usually perfect because it just, it just has that little bit of give or like something that's like aluminum or metal is perfect. Uh, a lot of places have these thick wooden doors or like these thick walls. Those are a no go. Uh, drywall, I feel like I'm going to go through if I do it. So if I can find a locker, if we have like a real locker room, those are usually just what I'm looking for. So hold on. If you're going to, okay. If you're going to head through a locker, a drywall, anything like that, Mm -hmm. what's your approach in hardcore matches or death matches? Is it something that you would want to be a part of, take part in, or are you more of a traditional wrestling kind of guy? traditional wrestling like straight up wrestling has always been what i've really been interested in i think if there was a reason for me to have a like a street fight or a hardcore match or even a death match with the right person i would i would do it but it's not something i i take lightly and it's no no beef with anyone that does that style of wrestling that's just not the style that i've been super into but if it got ever got heated enough with someone that that's the way we had to settle it, I would 100% settle it like that. Your opponent's just going to have to bring a, just a stack of lockers to the ring and just keep well, They're, they're playing right into my hand at that point. That's right. That's right. And you'll just have to be like, you don't watch the tape. You didn't see the interviews. <laughs> no, they got to do their research. That's right. Uh, tell us about the lineage of the uh, Excite Championship and, and everything going on there. You know what? I'm... A lot of champions say this every time they win the belt, but I'm trying to bring some stability back, back to that belt because, quite frankly, that belt's been hot potatoed for the last probably two or three years between five or six different people. Uh, I think I've had the longest reign because I won it in February. I've had the longest reign that that belt's had in a while. And it's contrary to popular belief, I care very much about Excite Wrestling and wanting it to succeed because there's a lot of people in upstate New York that need solid places like that to work. And I think Excite Wrestling has been underselling itself for a long time. And I think they've been letting a lot of people that really, you know, have had their their turn in the heavyweight title scene just go over and over again and trade the belt in between each other. So 
I'm trying to make that belt one of the top belts in New York and in the Northeast. And I want all the best wrestlers to come to Excite and fight me for it because I got maybe one or two more people left that Excite and they're out of contenders. They're going to, I don't know if they're going to throw students at me, if they're going to, if they're going to break up some tag teams and throw them at me, but between Sean Carr, between uh, Kate Lothbrook, between Bill Collier, uh, they've thrown all their best guys at me and I'm still the champion. Kevin Bennett, who's the ESW champion, smash champion. I want it off of him. So, excites running out of people if they really want to dethrone me. So I feel like I'm going to hold on to that belt for a while. Certainly making a hot case for that too. Yeah. Do you know who, who the first excite champion was? The first excite champion. I want to say that's tough. Uh, Cause I know they've been around. I want to say they started in 2012. I want to say their first champion was probably might have been rob cook i could be wrong though i don't know off the top of my head i'm going off of cage match here so if if cage match is wrong then we'll blame them it was man by the name of joe gacy oh my god (laughs) i got beef i got indirect beef i have one-sided beef with joe gacy that i don't think he even knows about here's here's the thing this person to my camera camera left over here been compared to joe gacy with that look on his face there very similar kind of face i I don't know you can see it so if you want to cut a promo on joe gacy and aim it you you can literally look at him a little bit and visualize him right there if you want to have the one-sided beef and cut a promo on joe gacy he's right there for you it's tough because Joe Gacy is such a nice guy. It's my beef isn't with Joe Gacy the person. My beef is with the idea of Joe Gacy because Joe Gacy has been like put up on this pedestal as like this untouchable godlike figure by Excite Wrestling and specifically by Johnny Moose, the guy who runs Excite Wrestling. And I don't get it. Joe Gacy gets he spends more time promoting Joe Gacy who is doing great things for himself, but he's on NXT right now. Joe Gacy is doing nothing for your business. People are not buying a ticket to Excite Wrestling to see Joe Gacy. You should be advertising the top people at, at Excite Wrestling, whether it's Sean Carr, Bill Collier, the Salt Silly Killers, I don't know, the champion, me. Talk about us. Talk about what we have coming up. Don't talk about Joe Gacy. Don't talk about Cody Rhodes. Don't talk about people that aren't going to be on the marquee. It drives me insane because I want them to succeed so bad, but they keep they keep stepping on their own toes and, and failing to promote the good things they have right under their nose. So plus you haven't done anything to me yet. I don't want to yell at you. Maybe, maybe if you start treating me like Kate, I'll, I'll figure I'll do some digging. I'll, I'll find something to yell at you. He does a show. He does a show with Kate. He's in cahoots with Kate. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but everyone needs a tax write off, bro. Charity. It's, it's a charitable cause. I understand. Yeah, like Jeremy, if you see our numbers, there's a reason why I brought Kate along for the ride. Let's face it. Come on. I am the Joe Gacy, and she is the person. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) She's there. People like her for for what she brings to the table, whatever that might be. But uh, no, listen, I like Skyros. He seems to be a... He's a man with a good well, head on his shoulders. I'm trying. I'm I'm legitimately trying to get your your head kicked off. 
Joel Pearl, because I'm trying to get you booked for Excite, and then we can advertise you as Joe Gacy. And, you know, Joe Gacy, I think WWE probably has a trademark to, you know, might get in trouble. This ain't a fake Razor Ramon Diesel situation here. And then Skyros can just kick you in the head and be like, get out of here, Joe Gacy. So I'm basically just trying to get you beat up, which I, I'm one to do on this show. I think even if I beat up Emma Chase and Joe Gacy, Johnny Moose might shed a tear right into his slushie. <laughs> wow. Okay. Tear-flavored fa- tear slushies for everyone. <laughs> I just noticed that you face it sound great. Salty. You had matches against HC Lock, didn't you? Not yet. Not I've, I've, coming up. I have uh, a title defense coming up against HC Lok in on June second in Elmira, New York. Actually, so day will be the first time we've ever wrestled. A former ECW alumni, yes, a Ring of Honor alumni, yes, someone who's who's been around for a long time. How do you prepare yep. for someone with that much experience? going into a big title match like that again the day after my birthday well i mean especially being the champion like you can't be a slouch like i i could very easily try and do like you know try and be a, a cool bad guy and sit back in my laurels and be like oh i have nothing to worry about but he's been around for 20 something years for a reason he's been all these places for a reason he is exactly what he says he is he's a tough old man the problem is i'm a tough young man and last time i checked that measures a little higher than a tough old man. I'm sure he's got quite a few tricks up his sleeve that he's picked up over the years, but athletically, he, that dude cannot keep up with me. I don't care what he thinks. I will have him sucking wind face first on the mat. I promise you. Mike, we appreciate you joining us today. Let everybody know where, where they can find you at and what you got coming up. Cool. I appreciate you guys having me on. I will be this weekend. I will be in, Pennsylvania for Smash Master Wrestling in a tag team match. I will be in uh, New Jersey at the H2L building for Bloodstorm Pro Wrestling. And then I will be at Pro Wrestling Grind on May 26th and Oneida, New York on May 27th for New Pro Wrestling. You can find me on every social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at M-I-K-E-S-K-Y-R-O-S, Mike Skyros. And I have a pro wrestling tea store if you want to buy merch. But if you see me at a show, and honestly, if you see me anywhere, I usually have my merch on my person with me at all times. So you see me out in the wild, I will probably have merch in a vehicle near me. So catch me at a show, buy a t-shirt, come say hello, take a picture, and then tweet at Kate that you took a picture of me and how cool of a guy I am, especially compared to her. There you go. Mike, we appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, and good luck. Good luck with everything. Uh, All right. Take care, fellas. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from Bayer.